and welcome to Gaming the System. This is one of our bonus rounds where we'll look at our top eight, and this time we're looking at our top eight games that are coming up in the next year. What games are you excited about? What games can you not wait to play? What games are you going to be, I was going to say, standing at the front of the queue outside the store <laughs> to get, but that, that shows how old I am. Um, <laughs> I, remember, I remember pre-ordering a PlayStation 2 with Tony Hawk's Three, it must have been so that you could, I could play the new game on the new. Ah, oh, that was just the best time, and you physically go to the shop. And you have to, anyway, you guys don't need to hear about that. Let's get back to the modern world and start with our top eight games. I'm going to start with Matt this time. So I I put a a caveat on myself that it'd be games that are confirmed for 2021. So obviously, New God of War. Um, we, we don't we just don't know, and I'm okay. I'm happy mm. to wait. I want it now, but I will have to wait. Um, and then there's also Elden Ring and Dying Light 2, but they are not confirmed for 2021 yet. And there's been some some more unfortunate uh, abuse and harassment scandal around Dying Light 2 because why can't these brilliant artists just not abuse people? Then we can enjoy their brilliant art. But I digress. Uh, first one is Resident Evil 8 Village. I don't normally play horror games, but I played Alien Isolation, and I love that a really beautifully, perfectly crafted horror experience. I watched someone play through Resident Evil 7, and it's just a sumptuous experience to go through. And uh, Resident Evil 8 has sort of captured my imagination. Have any of you seen the nine-foot-tall vampire lady? Yeah, I actually was mentioning her before you joined this call about how the uh, the men of the internet seem very excited by this tall lady. Oh, it's the lesbians of the internet as well. <laughs> I, um, it's there's there's a, a Instagram page I follow which is very funny, which is lesbians obsessed with middle age actresses <laughs> because especially Kate Blanchett, she's got that. They said she's got that daddy energy. And that, and so that's what they're all getting from uh, this nine foot tall, dominatrixy vampire woman. And so I'll just post something on the Gentleman Jack fan page that I'm part of as well. It's clearly the same de uh, demographic. Yes. Yeah, a very very thirsty demographic. Demographic. Um, yeah. So I just I think it looks fascinating and disgusting and terrifying. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah, no, you can't, generally can't go wrong with a Resident Evil game. I'm Very few bad ones out there. They've got a few average ones in the series, but they're generally pretty high quality. Jem, what game are you looking forward to? Um, well, yeah, I, I I have spotted the Resident Evil game, and I, I, I'm quite keen to play that too. Um, actually, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with one that isn't definitely confirmed here because I am very excited to play Baldur's Gate. Um, three <laughs> um and um it's in early access at the moment and there's rumors that it might have might be in early access for a year which means that it sh it could come out at the end of this year but you know they're perfectionists so who knows it might come out sometime in the next decade but so you know i'm taking the the phrasing literally and i am i am looking forward to 
the idea that I will be playing this game later this year. I'm very having to work very hard to not get the early access version, <laughs> and I and I do hover over over it a lot on Steam, a lot. And even now, I'm thinking like, yeah, but you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm I'd be helpful as a gamer. I've got gaming experience, so um, so yeah, so Baldur's Gate three is one of, is my first one. And of course, you have the same problem I do, which is that it's not just about stopping yourself buying Baldur's Gate, because if you bought it, you have to buy a second copy for your partner as well. So Absolutely, it's not just yeah. 50 quid, it's 100 yeah. quid. <laughs> and yeah, yes, indeed. I'm in exactly the same. <laughs> Alex, what are you looking forward to? Uh, the first one I've got is, was a game that's coming out in May, but now it's slated for September 2021. Um, so hopefully it will be then. And it's Deathloop, which I know is an unusual choice for me because I don't you know, normally like first-person shooters, but this one just looks so cool that I can't not have a go. Um, and I think the the way that the game is structured, so it's got that kind of, um, oh, what was that other one called? Uh, no, it's the one where you kind of replay until until you get it right so if you die it takes you back to the beginning um the kind of game loop as it were um i've forgotten what it's called but i'll but anyway the way it's structured makes it feel like it's a game that i could very happily get involved in without having my usual fears about not knowing who's behind me and because eventually you'll figure that out if you play it about 20 times over you'll know exactly where everyone is was a jedi um, fall in order no, it's um the one with all the red figures in it, and uh, super hot. There it is. It's coming to my brain now. Super hot. It's a bit like that, um, which I haven't played either. So maybe I should practice with that first and see what that's like. But just the style of it and the way it's been presented in trailers, which I know is is all the hype talking, but it just looks so cool and so stylized. Um, and they're going for a kind of James Bond kind of esque theme to it which I think looks really cool so that is one I'm definitely keeping an eye on nice talking one quick thing talking of um, James Bond the studio that have been making the last three Hitman games which are unparalleled masterpieces um, they're they've 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 finished that trilogy and now they are making a James Bond game an official James Bond game that they have been given complete carte blanche to create a new James Bond in so that's so I have no idea when that's coming on, but I'm hyped for that already. So carry on. No, that's very let's chuck them all in there. I mean, I have so neither the two games I'm not going to mention are the fact that obviously the Mass Effect Legendary Edition I'm super, mm-hmm. super, super excited about. And uh Rust is finally coming to console, which I'm not that excited about because I like playing it on my PC, but I'm enjoying the fact that I will get to see people playing it on consoles and also that every time Rust puts a tweet out, it won't have 50 responses saying when's it coming to console. So that'll be a nice change. Um but so no for me I am gonna start off with Halo Infinite, because I'm not, I'm I'm a bit half and half with first person shooters. I love first person shooters, but I don't like them when they demand that I'm very good at them. Um, I don't like a first person shooter that makes it no fun unless you've become really, really good at it. And Halo's always been that for me. Halo's always been just 
get a really silly gun, spray it at aliens, have fun. It's a laugh. Silly vehicles, and but also beautiful skylines, a bit of plot. It's just wonderful popcorn gaming for me. Halo always has been. And the trailers for the new one just look so awesome and so pretty. And there's like... I know this is going to sound like the lamest thing to be excited about, but the weather. Um, I love weather in games. I love when weather is done well in games when you can be like, oh, this is a lovely rainy day and it's a bit foggy and stuff. And they're putting all these extra levels on. And so I'm really excited about that. If I can get a bloody graphics card before it comes out, (laughs) because it's not going to be any use without my nice, shiny new graphics card. And it wouldn't be a gaming system podcast if I didn't moan about the fact that I still can't get a GeForce 3070 thingy-joggity, etc. They did have some of the 3090s on overclockers this week for £2,500. I'm not spending £2,500 on a graphics card. Wow. Buy a car for that, for God's sake. Right. Anyway, I may have got slightly off topic there. Uh, <laughs> number five, Matt, what game are you looking for? So, uh, Alec, well, I was going to say you could buy two and a half out PS5s, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Um, so, Alex, you've thwarted me by choosing Deathloop. Oh. Um, I was, yeah, that looks, the, the trade is Bethesda. Mm-hmm. No one does weird extraordinarily creative stuff like Bethesda do. Um, they're one of the only like franchises that, that all the millions of little bits of writing, like on terminals or the little scripts, that it's actually worth reading through because they're all, all the writing's brilliant. Um, but so I've had to quickly think of one and yeah, I'm going to choose Returnal, mm. um, ah. which is some, another weird kind of you die and then you come back die and then you come back but it's all part of the story rather than um being just normal die and back to the last checkpoint as if nothing's happened um and i my first look i thought was a bit mm, didn't really do anything for me but then um, i found out that the uh, actor who plays uh, the main character is gwendolyn christie who plays gwen of tarth gwen of tarth brienne mm. of tarth uh, in game of thrones and she's a fan fantastic actress and i think she has the potential to carry this game um, and i'm just i'm interested when an excellent actor is given the opportunity to tell any story really because more often than not if they can they can elevate it which is um i think with um, the last god of war game the actors took the script and they elevated it into something transcendent because that's what you need. You need incredible. It's the 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 sum being greater than all the parts. That's what a the best actor can do. So yeah, Returnal. I'm excited for that now, and that actually comes out on the sixth of May. So it's actually quite close. Ooh, nearby, exciting. Um, yeah, we should put like in in the uh, description. I'm sure we'll put all the details and links to all these games coming out. Oh, I'll just make someone else do that. Admin. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not mean. <laughs> right, Jen. What's going at number six? <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm cheating a bit here because. Um... Because I'm very old and a mum, <laughs> and I, 
and work and and um and I'm an activist and a very active activist in for the Women's Equality Party. Um, so because of all of those things, gaming is something that I get very little time to do. Um, and so it's, a, it, it's something that has taken a back seat for me over um, many years, really. And doing this podcast has really inspired me and enthused me and got me into gaming. And I'm seeing it more as a... Um, as research and as a positive thing to do so I've got more justification for it but also I do I, I think the things that we've talked about on our podcast has been it's just been really really good and, and it reminded me of the reasons why gaming is a force for good and we should all get involved in it um, so um, so I've started gaming a lot more and so for me there's huge amounts of games that I have missed over the last few years that I'm now picking up and Hellblade the first one is one of those which I picked up a few weeks ago and it's heavy it's heavy and um, and stressful actually because um, um, there are voices constantly go- talking to you, and well, I hope there are. <laughs> I hope they're in the game. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's this so there's this constant kind of like chatter going on, and it, and that's actually from a from the perspective of the gamer, it's quite quite. Um, I mean, I, n- I understand that they're they're trying to put a um, an atmosphere in and into the game, and and that does come across very um, well. But I find it quite exhausting to play, so I'm I'm working my way through it quite slowly. But Hellblade Two is due out this year, so I know that from what I've played so far of um, of Hellblade, the first one, Senua's Senua's Revenge, Senua's Sacrifice, yeah, Senua, yeah. Um, the the next one, Senua's Saga, is. Um, is coming out this year and I know I'm going to want to play that so I think that will will be my second one but the reality is that it will be many many games probably everything that each of you mention each week I'm like a magpie at the moment with games and I've just looked through like what's coming up I'm like all of them (laughs) I want to play all of them so yeah Good thing about being behind on games is they're cheaper by the time you get to them. That is very true. I bought, I just bought Sims 4. I've got it on my um, PlayStation, but I bought it for my PC because um, I can't control it on the PlayStation. It's too slow. Um, and it was £4 something from Steam. So, yeah. <laughs> I think Senua Sac- Sacrifice I saw on Steam at the weekend was like 90% off yeah. as well. So, yeah, this yeah. definitely... It's worth being behind on games. It's cheaper. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about now. We're talking... <laughs> good, good one, Caroline. Uh, we're talking about games that are up and coming. So, Alex, what, what other game are you looking forward to? My second pick was a game I don't know very much about because I've only seen one trailer for it. And hopefully it's coming out in 2021. And that is Stray, which is a game <gasps> yeah. about a cat. And you play oh. a cat and it has a little backpack and there's robots. And that's all I know. Oh, that's, that's all so you cute. need. But I want it. <laughs> no, that was already on my radar. That was actually nearly on my list. I'm completely with you. What else yeah. does one need to know? There's a cat exactly. and robots. It's great. Yeah, the cat with a backpack is yeah, the cutest thing I've ever yeah. heard of. I mean, I do worry that means there's going to be a lot of inventory management mm. and encumbrance. But... <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks so good. And it did a little meow at the end of the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, please, can I play? Let me play." Yes. Yeah. So that is one I'm looking forward to. But all of this, I mentioned my previous game as well, is dependent on me getting the PS5. 
So I'll add to the ranting and say, where's my PS5? <laughs> Yes, it's not like it's any easier to get hold of a PS5 than no, it is. It's harder now with the um, with the Suez Canal. Apparently, there's nothing in shops until at least May now. Yeah, there is the combination of uh, the uh, Texas um, electricity going down. Oh, yes. There was also a factory where there was a fire, and the Suez Canal is all part of mm. this. And it's anyway, we won't go on about the. <laughs> It's really geopolitics. Um, <laughs> so, finally, me, my final game, and equally, like Alex, I'm not sure it's going to make it out this year. They say it might, but I'm not sure it will. And all I've seen is a trailer, but it's a new survival game. Um, like, you know, I'm loving Valheim, but we're close to having finished it. I mean, it's early access and you can see where the bosses are. They're obviously going to add more bosses, but I'm excited for a new one. And the thing with survival games is generally you are at risk of losing everything. You are probably going to lose everything at some point, especially when you're doing it with PvP because someone can come along and just literally rob all your stuff, blow everything up and that's it. That's kind of one of the reasons I like survival games is the impermanence of them and the sort of that. But new game coming out called Icarus. Uh, where there's going to be a slightly different aspect to it, which is you have a sort of, I don't understand if it's like you're in the sky, if you're in heaven or if you're in the spaceship, but you have a supply of stuff that's safe and you go down to different biomes with what you think you need to create a survival, to complete a mission, to gather the right resources mm. in a certain time limit and then come back up again. And that's the sort of goal. So it's a, it's a twist on the survival mechanic. And I'm quite excited about that because I do just do nothing but play survival games and I would like to see some new aspects to it. The trouble is I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. It may turn out to be really not my thing, but I'm very excited about giving it a go and seeing what it's like and being able to come back and go, ooh, 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 this is what it's like. So yeah, that's for me. And that's our, uh, that's our eight games that we're looking forward to in 2021. What games are you looking forward to, people <laughs> watching or listening? Tell us in the comments. Tell us on Twitter. Tell us on Facebook, on any social media you like. Make sure you like, share and subscribe. Set up notifications. Tell your friends. Get the baby listening. Do whatever <laughs> else you can. And we'll be, we've been gaming the system and we'll be back soon. Goodbye. <laughs> there you go. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>